Hello, today is day 66 of the Daily New Testament second quarter, and we are going over Acts 21. After we had torn ourselves away from them, we put out to sea and sailed straight to Kos. The next day we went to Rhodes and from there to Petraea. We found a ship crossing over to uh, Phoenicia and went on board to set sail. After sighting Cyprus and passing to the south of it, we sailed to Syria. We landed at Tyre, where our ship was unloaded its cargo. Finding the disciples there, we stayed with them seven days. Through the Spirit, they urged Paul not to go to Jerusalem. But when our time was up, we left and continued our way. All the disciples and their wives and children accompanied us out to the city, and there on the beach we knelt and prayed. After saying goodbye to each other, we went aboard the ship and returned home. We continued our voyage from Tyre and landed at Plat, uh, Ptolemaeus, where we were greeted by the brothers and stayed with them for a day. Leaving the next day, we reached Caesarea and stayed at the house of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. After we had been there a number of days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet with it, and said, The Holy Spirit says, In this way, the Jews of Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the people pleaded with Paul not to go to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. When he had been not been dissuaded, we gave up and said, The Lord's will be done. After this, we got ready and went up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea accompanied us and brought us to the home of uh, Manasseh where we were to stay. He was a man from Cyprus and one of the early disciples. When we arrived at Jerusalem, the brothers received us warmly. The next day, Paul and the rest of us went to see James, and all the elders were present. Paul greeted them and reported in detail what God had done among the Gentiles through the ministry. When they heard this, they prayed, or they praised God. They said to Paul, you see, brother, how many thousands of Jews have believed, and all of them are zealous for the law. They have been informed that you teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles to turn away from Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children or to live according to our customs. What shall we do? They will certainly hear you have come. And so what do we tell you? What So do what we tell you for our... There are four men who have taken a vow, take these men, join in the purification rites, and pay their expenses so that they can have their heads shaved. Then everybody will know there is no truth in the reports about you and yourself and living in obedience to the law. After the Gentile believers, as for the Gentile believers, 
We have written to them our decision, and they should abstain from food sacrificed to idols, from blood, from meat of strangled animals, and from the sexual immorality. The next day, Paul took the man, purified himself along with him. Then he went to the temple to give notice of the date when the days of purification would end and the offering would be made for each of them. When the seven days were nearly over, some of the Jews from the province of Asia saw Paul at the temple. They stirred up the whole crowd and seized him, shouting, Men of Israel, help us. This man teaches all men everywhere against the people and our law in this place. And besides, he has brought Greeks into the temple area and defied the holy place. They had previously in Traumatus and Ephesian in the city were with Paul and assumed that Paul brought them into the temple area. The whole city arose and the people came running from all directions. Seizing Paul, they dragged him from the temple and immediately the gates were shut. While they were trying to kill him, news reached the commander of the Roman troops and the whole city of Jerusalem was in an uproar. He at once took some of the officers and the soldiers and ran down to the crowd. When the riders saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. The commander came up and arrested him and ordered him to be bound with two chains. Then he asked who, who he was and what he has done. Some of the crowd shouted one thing and some another, and since the commander could not get at the truce because of the uproar, he ordered that Paul be taken into the barracks. When Paul reached the steps, the violence of the mob was so great, he had to be carried by the soldiers. The crowd that followed kept shouting, away with him. As the soldiers were about to take Paul into the barracks, he asked the commander, may I say something to you? Do you speak Greek? He replied. Aren't you the Egyptian who stirred up the revolt and led 4,000 terrorists out into the desert some time ago? Paul answered, I am a Jew from Tarsus and Sicilia, a citizen of no ordinary city. Please let me speak to the people. Having received the commander's permission, Paul stood on the steps and motioned the crowd. When they were all silent, he said to them in Aramaic, Father, um, thank you for Paul and for his willingness and his bravery to be willing to go, <coughs> sorry, his willingness to, as he put it, not only to be bound, but to go to, to death for Jesus. Help us to have that willingness and that, um, that desire to put obedience over everything else, even unto the death for you. But also help us to be able to listen to your prophets, your people, and to your will um, in different situations. Because uh, there might be times where you want us to do that. There might be times you don't. Um, and we need to be listening to your to your your voice, Holy Spirit. Um, like how it seems kind of contrary how Paul in the past he would fight against people who were preaching circumcision and stuff like that, but then 
this time it says that, you know, he, he listened to the people and he went and, um, you know, had the, his and these other guys had shaved and had a, went through a, a purification process, um, to, to prove to the people, um, that he wasn't against Moses's law. Um, you know, it, it just seems contrary to what he was doing earlier, but I guess it comes to show that uh, there was something different about that situation that made him be willing to, to do it. So uh, as we listen to your spirit, there might be times you ask us to not do one thing and then another time to, to do it. Um, help us not to get worried in our head about the fear of man or the fear of what other other people will think or to try to figure it out uh, all all ahead of time in our head to where it makes sense. But be willing to just listen to your voice and to um, to be obedient. Also. All throughout this, uh, I mean, all throughout Acts, really, but in, especially in this section, it shows how closely knitted the church community was. Wherever they went, there was believers there that they met with. That, uh, and it wasn't just, you know, a certain person. It was everyone in their household, their whole families. It was truly a community uh, at every place they went. And it it talks about how they uh, shared resources with each other, they took care of each other, how... Um, uh, like Philip's daughters, they, they prophesied for them. Uh, Agabus prophesied for them. You know, they were sharing what you had spoken to them, Father. Um, and then they would not only follow them throughout the cities where they were at and uh, and help take care of them and, and be with them, but they would also send them off when, when they're getting ready to leave. They would follow them to the ship and have a, a prayer with them for sending them out. Help us to have that kind of community wherever we are, to be able to connect with other believers, to share that love with the other believers, where, and it not be just like me uh, doing it with another guy, uh, you know, but having where the only uh, way of, of of sharing the love is like me and him having lunch or something, but let it be where our families are connected, where uh, our kids are spending time together, our wives are spending time together, um, but where your full full expression of love is coming out in every facet of the relationships. 
help us to be that way and to um and to have a desire for that to pray for that to be and to to seek it out and that when we see your people doing your task we follow along with them wherever we're at and then when they're going somewhere where, where we aren't called to go but they're 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 moving on that we follow them to the farthest point that we can and we send them off with provisions and with prayer in in your name and help us also to be able to um I mean, really to be obedient. Uh, this whole chapter talks about obedience. But I also love how intertwined in that is the community. And Jesus, you said that uh, by our love for each other is how the world will know that um, you have sent us. So just help us to have that love for each other, that love and trust in your uh, in you so that we're obedient to your call and to your word. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.